Today, brands continue to invest in the metaverse, but consumers still can't grasp the concept. How your brand can sponsor a movie trailer with a new cinema ad product, how CPGs are preparing for the cookie apocalypse, and new research reveals how you can increase the swipe up rate of your Snapchat ads. It's Tuesday, May 10th. I'm Todd Maffin. Here's what you missed today in digital marketing. So this is weird. Google's new training program for digital marketers that we reported on a few days ago is recommending tactics that Google itself has historically said don't matter. First, it recommends keyword density. There's a section in this new course called Keyword Research and Keyword Stuffing, where Google specifies a maximum keyword density for target keyword phrases. According to the course, quote, keep your keyword density below an industry standard of 2%. This means that 2% of the words on the web page or fewer should be target keywords, unquote. Next, Google recommends a minimum word count of 300 words, stating that, quote, your web page is more likely to be ranked higher in search engine result pages if you write a higher volume of quality content, unquote. Keyword placement is also advised in the courts. It says that your keywords should be used only once in each of these places on your web pages, the page title, subheading, first paragraph, and conclusion. Problem is, that's not what Google has said in the past. For years now, they've stayed away from giving any specific percentages or word counts, so it's a little weird to see this in their own course. When confronted about the misinformation in the course, Google's search liaison Danny Sullivan clarified that the team that created that course is not actually part of the search team. Quoting Sullivan, As someone from the search team, we don't recommend any limits or density or anything like that. This can be ignored. I'll pass it on. Yikes. So if you are on Snapchat or are considering getting into it, some new research from VidMob may provide some insights into how you can make your campaigns more effective there. Their study is split into three categories, financial services, consumer packaged goods, and entertainment. Each category includes a summary of what works best and, more importantly, how Snapchat users respond to ad campaigns there. And their analysis revealed that despite the differences in data across categories, two elements are consistent. First, High contrast imagery. The study says brands should use bold colors and lighting to differentiate their lead image from the background to make it stand out. Ads with high contrast and bold colors compared to videos with low contrast saw a 15% higher swipe up rate in the financial services category, a 40% higher swipe up rate for the entertainment category, and CPG yielded twice the screen time as other ads that weren't like that. Second, minimized text. The research found that the view rate was up as high as 175% for ads when less than 5% of the screen was dedicated to text. Turns out Facebook's rule may have been right all along. Finally, another strategy that works across all ad types is celebrity-fronted campaigns. The study found that view time was 40% higher when videos featured celebrity talent. The data came from VidMob's analysis of more than 14,000 Snap campaigns. The metaverse has a problem. Consumers still don't understand it. A new report from Wonderman Thompson found that while three out of four consumers have heard of the metaverse, only 15% believe they're able to explain what the metaverse is to others. The virtual world appears to hold high expectations for consumers even if they don't get it. Two-thirds believe the concept could be life-changing. Almost 70% described it as the next internet 
and three out of four people stated it is representative of the future. Though expectations may be high, there are still some concerns. More than 70% of parents worry about their children's privacy in the metaverse, and two-thirds are concerned for their children's safety. In an encouraging sign for brands, nine out of ten consumers expect the metaverse to have an impact on advertising. In the midst of consumer confusion over what the metaverse means for them, advertisers may be hesitant to invest in the space. But a different study by Razorfish found what Gen Z thinks of brands in the metaverse. First, more than half of Gen Zs feel that the metaverse is a space for self-exploration, where they can best express themselves. And as Gen Zers are immersed in the game, they buy virtual goods to enhance their virtual experience. According to the study, over the next five years, one-fifth of Gen Z's fund budget will go to the metaverse. And in case you're wondering, you, as a brand manager, are welcome in the metaverse, according to Gen Z. The study indicates that the generation wants places to shop and wants to buy products from brands there. One respondent said brands make the metaverse feel real. While another stated that brands don't interfere with the game at all, I think it's actually pretty cool to see them there, unquote. The study is built around seven Gen Z insights and is definitely worth a read if you're interested in this space. A link to the full report is in today's premium newsletter, which you can subscribe to at todayindigital.com slash newsletter. From small screens that host the metaverse to big screens that host movies, they want a piece of your media budget. And there's one company in particular, Screen Vision Media, that is trying to change the perception that there's a limit to how much exposure your brand can get at the movies. The cinema ad company is introducing new products designed to compete for your video and mobile ad dollars. This according to a piece in Digiday today. Screen Vision will be releasing an advertisement app called Trailer Pack through its private marketplace, which will launch on the platform Roku. The Trailer Pack app will use AI technology to learn the user's film preferences and create custom trailer reels that brands can sponsor. The company will also be rolling out a new data management platform called Synalytics that combines first-party data from Trailer Pack and other properties with second-party loyalty data, third-party location information, and behavioral targeting. While National Cinemedia, that's Screen Vision's competitor, announced back in March its data management platform, NCMX, to leverage first, second, and third-party data to offer a more comprehensive view of moviegoers prior to, during, and after the movie. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Interesting case study up today on Digiday's website about how consumer packaged good companies are preparing for the demise of third-party cookies. As we move closer, of course, to a cookie-less future, marketers everywhere are concerned about the scarcity of first-party data The article suggests most businesses are trying to establish relationships with retail partners to access that data. CPG marketing departments, a business that typically relies on retail partners to access consumers, have made significant strides in this regard. The case study looks at insights from a coffee roaster company and their efforts to future-proof their marketing strategy. First, by focusing on channels that can provide consistent reporting. The company executive noted that the brand plans to invest in customer acquisition efforts through email and SMS because those channels have historically had a higher likelihood of generating conversions for the company, as well as customers who regularly make larger purchases. To assess its performance against its earlier projections on a monthly basis for the remainder of this year, the brand intends to construct a cohesive plan using a single framework. To accomplish this, It will work with an agency to create custom cohorts of audiences using CRM data so that, quote, ad campaigns can follow users in a less creepy way. Snapchat, the metaverse, the movies. What else is there? Oh, yeah, podcasts. Some new estimates from the Interactive Advertising Bureau say that podcasting advertising revenue will generate more than $2 billion this year and will reach $4 billion by 2024. U.S. podcasting ad sales are expected to grow by nearly 50% this year to a total of $2.13 billion. According to the IAB study, three factors driving growth are increases in listeners and content, the growth of ad spending in other categories, so we're talking things like true crime, and advances in ad technology. That technology allows advertisers to reach target audiences across various genres, Last year, almost 85% of podcast ads were dynamically placed, compared to less than half in 2019. The share of pre-roll advertising revenue increased from a fifth in 2020 to almost a third in 2021. The study also noticed that podcast publishers should have a balance between a greater number of ads and shorter ad lengths while maximizing placement in pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll positions. Women are now more likely to be chief marketing officers than men. For the first time, women now represent more than half of CMOs, according to a new report. The report also found that more than 70% of first-time CMOs were women, as up from more than 50% in 2020. Though the report found that CMOs from minority or underrepresented backgrounds did not meet the increased demand for diversity. Only 15% of CMOs were from underrepresented racial or ethnic groups in 2021. According to the study, tenure rates remained at their lowest point in over a decade, with the average tenure standing at 40 months. However, most CMO positions are filled internally, despite the high turnover rate. 
The report came from Spencer Stewart. And finally today, Adobe said it was getting into content scheduling. The software giant has unveiled its new content scheduler within Adobe Creative Cloud Express that will let marketers plan, schedule, preview, and publish social media posts all in one place. Similar to other platforms, Adobe features a drag-and-drop calendar where users can see and manage their social cadence. The tool also provides users with information on when the best time to post content is to reach their audience. As always, if you've listened to this podcast, you'll know I always say take those with a bit of a grain of salt. The publishing tool supports Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All right, it happened. The hot tub is here. It got delivered yesterday on a giant crane. So my Twitter account, I I, I did it live because I was so excited. So that live is still there. But there's also a time lapse of 30 seconds that covers the whole lifting uh, by the crane procedure. It's actually really cool. The guy, just one crane operator had like this remote control crane device strapped to his belt kind of looked like something out of a soviet bunker from like the 70s but still it looked pretty cool so new hot tub in place no water in it because we do not yet have the electrician in so hopefully maybe today but probably tomorrow the electrician comes hooks it all up we fill it with water and i become a very happy man Remember, you can get this podcast as a daily email newsletter, too, complete with images, related videos, links to dive deeper, and even newsletter-exclusive content. And there's a free tier as well. You will get an issue every Friday. The newsletter comes out about an hour before the podcast drops. Just go to todayindigital.com slash newsletter to sign up or tap the link in the show notes. Also, don't forget, we do a live listener hangout now every week on Google Meet. We call it Happy Hour. It's every Wednesday. That's tomorrow. At 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Eastern, that's 9 o'clock London time. The link is in the show notes, or you can go to todayindigital.com slash happy hour at that time. Put it in your calendar every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Eastern. Talk to you tomorrow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.